Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. Today's episode is going to be about desire, specifically if you are resisting being desired. This video did really well on Instagram, which I'm surprised about. I don't have a lot of uh, videos on Instagram that go viral as much as they do on TikTok, but I, it made me realize like this is something that a lot of people actually um, connect with and it really resonates with them. So let's talk about it. This thing of feeling like you are not desired or desirable and resisting that, right? So I feel like many of us, even though it sounds silly to say, right? Like who who is resisting being desired, right? I think a lot of us do. I think there is a fear at times behind being desired. There are expectations. There are commitments to the idea of being desired. And there are also people who have maybe used us in our past uh, just for our desirability or there's this implication that uh, your your desirability has strings attached to it, right? That can really make you then, you know, resist being desired. So when you feel it from somebody, when you feel someone desiring you in, in any way, it doesn't have to even just be sexual. It can be any kind of desirability. It can be friendship desirability, right? Platonically, you resist it and you push people away and you avoid getting close to people because of all those fears attached to what it means to be desirable, I think this is really important to recognize in yourself because it does close you off to forming deep connections with people as I'm sure you want, right? Not everybody wants them and that's totally valid. But as humans, we we are communal creatures. We do want connection with other people and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Even though, you know, I think the online discourse right now is to focus on yourself and be your own person and whatever. Of course, yes, take time, work on yourself, uh, make sure that you're doing all the things that you need to do for yourself first before you seek it out on other people to provide it to you. But uh, of course we want connection. like that, And that's okay. That is totally fine. And it's important. And that is it's good for our mental and physical health to have connection with other people. So there's no shame in that, right? But I think because we have these deep beliefs about what it means to be desired or for people to want us in whatever capacity, we push people away because we don't want to feel that fear of uh, having to perform or being used or not being good enough. So a few of the things that I think are attached to this, and this also ties into avoidant attachment or any kind of avoidance in the way you attach or connect with people, right? So look into that a little bit more if you feel like that resonates. But one of them might be, okay, if somebody wants me, desires me, it's not because of who I am, because maybe there's a deep belief there that you're not good enough, right? Which is something that you have to kind of work through uh, because that will permeate all of your life. But okay, it's not because I'm good enough as I am, it's because they want something from me. Like they want me to give them something or they there's some sort of benefit for them in this. And it doesn't have to do with me. It has to do with something that I can give them, right? So that could be seen as maybe sexual or it could just be seen in terms of friendship. Like, oh, I just, I'm just really fun and people just like me because I'm fun and they want me to be out with them and give them a good time. Those are deep beliefs that you have about yourself and does not reflect what other people actually think. We cannot read people's minds. So to assume that about them and their intentions with us uh, makes us hold ourselves back from connecting with them. Because of course, if that's what you believe that people want, then why would you? Why would you get close to them, right? It is, it's, you know, it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. Um, another thing is this idea of performing, right? If you are a people pleaser, then when you feel desired by somebody, it triggers this feeling of, oh, I'm gonna have to perform now. I'm going to have to be performative. I'm going to have to please them. I'm going to have to make them feel good all the time. 
So I'd rather just not be desired. I'd rather you just don't want me so that I don't have to put myself through that, you know? Or another thing is if you are desired, and maybe this stems from your childhood, the way you were raised or conditioned to behave in dynamics. If you are desired, there is a level of expectation on you, right? That you have to now be a certain way or have these commitments to people now. Like if, if someone wants you as a friend, maybe you feel like being desired as you've been maybe conditioned growing up is to be needed, right? To be desired is to be needed by somebody and to be needed can be very stifling, can be very overwhelming and overpowering and all consuming. So if someone wants you as a friend, as an example, even as a partner, a romantic partner, you feel like, oh my God, they're gonna need me, right? But there's a difference between needing and wanting. They're gonna need me now and I'm gonna have to be there, they're everything. And they're gonna have to lean on me all the time and I'm gonna have to support them through this and that, which is, of course, there's nothing wrong with supporting people, right? Because that's the point of interdependent relationships. But they're always gonna need me. They're oh, I'm always gonna have to support them and they're never gonna be able to give me anything because they need me, right? They're the ones in need. Um, and I'm gonna have to now be committed to them and commitment also means, you know, being needed all the time and not being able to have my space or whatever other narratives pop up for you, then of course you're going to resist being desired because you're conflating desirability with ne being needed, right? Which is not true. People, and, and there is a level of, when it comes to this idea of respecting people in your life too, right? Looking at them as understanding what they know to be the difference between needing and desiring. Sometimes, and I think others, if you relate to this, we might look at people as they're incapable sometimes. They, because again, that thing of like, they need us. So we are more capable than they are and they know it. It's kind of disrespectful to think that about the people in your life. And when I realized this, this is something I had to work on in therapy. When my therapist kind of brought this to my attention, I was like, oh yeah, that is disrespectful to think of the people that I care about as being incapable of handling themselves and only wanting me because they need me as though they can't handle themselves and they don't know how to decide and decipher between wanting and needing. Like, you know, when you think about it from that perspective, you realize like, oh yeah, no, I'm actually looking at them as not very uh, capable people. I'm looking down on them. And that's not how I want to view the people in my life. This is just a specific example, right? It doesn't resonate with all of these things that I'm talking about. But if this resonates with you, it might be something to look at a little bit more, right? But re remind yourself that people understand what they want and what they need. A lot of people have a lot of self-awareness. We might not see it from the outset. We might just assume because of our own deep beliefs and fears that this is what they think. But of course, assuming things about people is not going to lead you to connecting with them deeply. It's going to lead you to closing yourself off, pushing them away, and not allowing yourself to actually get to know them, actually get to know these things about them. And of course, this does tie into how you see yourself, right? The, the way you see other people is often, not always, but often how we also see ourselves, right? We are, we see people as a mirror of us, right? So if we see ourselves as sometimes maybe incapable, as uh, we, you know, we let our people pleasing take control sometimes and we can't help it. So that's why we'd rather just hold people back so that we don't have to fall into our people pleasing, which doesn't feel very good. We might then assume that other people also can't control themselves or they also uh, do these things that make them feel bad. So to do it in relation to you would make them feel bad. So then it makes you feel like, see, I'm a bad thing for them. So I'll hold myself back. We cannot assume things about people. We have to let ourselves find out, let ourselves actually see it, let ourselves get close enough to, to see the, the truth about somebody, right? To understand their truth. But we can't do that if we're resisting being desired. So we have to let ourselves be desired. We have to be open to being desired and accept that maybe 
just maybe we are desirable, right? Which I know can feel a little bit icky sometimes. Um, it can feel scary. It can feel threatening. It can feel unrealistic. But you're basically saying that you're deciding for every other person out there whether or not they desire you. Like you're already deciding for them, which is not fair to the other person. And this can apply to relationships too. Like if you are in a relationship with somebody and you decide whether or not it's going to work out, you're deciding for them. You're not giving them a fair chance. You're not allowing them the space to make their own decision as an adult person, which is not fair to them. Just like you would want somebody to give you the space to do that, which is maybe what you're actually fearing about being desired. You feel like this person's going to smother me. They're not going to give me space. They're going to need me all the time. That thing that you fear you're basically putting it onto somebody else by believing that they are doing the same thing or they are the same way, that they are this or they are that or they can't handle this. It's like, let that person decide for themselves and be a witness to them. Just like you want to be a witness. You don't want to be needed. You want you don't want to be pressured. You want to be witnessed for your truth and desired for that. But how can somebody desire you for your truth if you're not letting yourself get close enough to them for them to see your truth or you're maybe people pleasing every time you do? So all of these things have to be worked on in tandem, right? You have to work on your people pleasing and also allowing people to get close so that you can be more vulnerable. But vulnerability can't really happen unless you have self-trust that you're going to assert your boundaries. But then you have to practice boundary work, right? So it all kind of works together and it's easier said than done. It takes time to work on this too. But I think allowing yourself to be desired. So if somebody were to say that they desire you or show that they desire you, to not dismiss it right away, to let yourself sit in that and say, okay, okay, why would someone desire me, right? Because that might be the first negative thought. Why would they Why would they want me? It's like, okay, ask yourself that, truly. Why would they? What are some good reasons why someone would desire you? What about you is desirable? Bring those positive things to the forefront for once. Not just the negative things. Bring those positive things to the forefront and sit with them. And I think after a while, you'll realize like, oh yeah, Actually, yeah, that is something that I would desire in somebody. This quality that I have is something that I would also desire in somebody else. So logically, it makes sense that they would desire me. And now all of a sudden, or maybe slowly over time, you start seeing yourself differently, right? You start seeing yourself as a desirable person and that changes your entire perception of yourself and the narrative you have in your mind that holds you back or closes you off to people. And slowly you'll open up a little bit more because you'll see that it is, it makes sense why someone would desire you. So there's no longer this conflicting narrative in your mind. But of course, it does take time. It takes a while to kind of shift this perspective. But it's important to, to think about it. If you find yourself holding holding yourself back from connections or when someone likes you, you get a little, uh, you know, it makes you stressed out or grossed out or whatever. Ask yourself why you think that about yourself and what things about you are positive that you can bring to the forefront of your mind to make it make sense that someone would desire you because you do want to be desired. You want connection, you want closeness. So you have to really work on those specific things that are creating that disconnection within you so that you can allow yourself to be desired, to be wanted by the right people for you, right? The aligned people for you. Because yeah, there are people out there that will want you just for whatever you know self-satisfying thing that they want. But we want to align with the people that actually want you for you but that means you have to want you for you you have to open yourself up to yourself and see all the things about you that are that you think are positive that you think are desirable right and lean into those but that can be tough um so i always recommend journaling really talk these things out with yourself 
Um, talk to a therapist, of course, if you have one. My therapist has helped me a lot throughout my life. Um, but if you want to talk about these things in more detail, I also offer one-to-one -one calls if you just want to explore these concepts. Um, I have a Substack where I write about these things. So if you want to read all of those, it's also a great way to support my content if you want to do that. Um, also follow me on social media, TikTok, Instagram, all the links will be below. And I would appreciate a rating and review. But other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon with another one.